Being a mom is all about giving everything you have to your new baby, including quite literally your body and everything you put into it. And while providing for your child is one of life's greatest joys, there are so many reasons why it's important that new moms find time to take care of themselves as well. I'm Jenny Nichols, owner and operator from Baby Boot Camp San Diego, and today we're talking all about one of the most important things new mothers can do, getting their bodies back in shape. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome once again, everybody, to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Parent Savers is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for parents of newborns, infants, and toddlers. I'm your host, John O'Reill. Thanks again to all of our loyal listeners who have joined the Parent Savers Club. Our members get all of our archived episodes, bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discount. You can subscribe to our monthly Parent Savers newsletter, too, for free, and you have a chance in that newsletter to win a membership to our club each month. Another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Parent Savers app. It's available in the Android and iTunes marketplace, and that will give you notifications whenever we have a new episode every Wednesday, and then you can listen to it doing whatever you're doing. So as you all know, my name's Jonner. I have three boys, Quinner, who is six, Whitaker, who is four, and Zyler, who at the time this is released, will have just turned two. So happy birthday to Zyler in this episode. And so I'm joined by a couple panelists in the room, as well as one on the phone, in addition to Jenny. So we'll go around the room and tell a little bit about ourselves before we dive into the conversation. Sunny? Yes. Hello, everyone. I'm Sunny Galt. I am the host and producer of Parent Saver's sister show, Preggy Pals, which is all about pregnancy. I myself am pregnant once again with baby number three. Um, my husband and I have two little boys at home, Sayer, who is about to turn three in July, and Urban, who has just turned one. And I'm Lori Babb. I'm a local small business owner and a mother of two young boys, two and a half and five, Lorenzo and Marcelo. And we've got Erica on the phone. Erica? I'm Erica. Um, I'm a mom of four. Sibylla is five. Vasily is four. Liev is two. And Kieran is eight months. Yahtzee. I wow. love all of the unusual <laughs> names on this show. Yeah. You guys, we did a good job. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great. Yeah. Pass the playground test, all of us. <laughs> nice. All right. And then, Jenny, how about you? Um, I have two boys. Boys are popular in this room. Um, (laughs) Connor is two and a half. He'll be three in October. And Callan is four months old. Nice. See? Good job naming everybody. Before we start today's show, we talk from time to time on these shows about topics that are in the news. And so today I want to talk about a recent announcement about a new minivan that Honda announced with a built-in vacuum. Um, according to U.S. News & World Report, next year's Honda Odyssey minivan will include a Honda Vac, and it was a feature that was suggested by the 10-year-old daughter of one of the company's engineers. So what it is, the vacuum is built into the driver's side wall of the rear cargo area, and then it includes a hose that's long enough to reach every part of the minivan and a shoebox receptacle within it. So it's a built-in vacuum. So, right, brilliant idea, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool that the 10-year-old daughter came up with it, too. But, yeah, what do you guys think about this idea? Would you guys use it? Does it make you consider getting that that minivan? <laughs> wow. Yeah, if I were going to in the market for a car, definitely I would want a vacuum. I would 
love to have a vacuum. I will not get a minivan. Even even like something cool. Like, is there anything they cool they could put in it that would make you want to get a minivan? Nope. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I used to be in your shoes, and I haven't crossed over to the dark side yet, but I've got one foot in the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> in fact, we're planning to purchase a Honda Odyssey, which I find very unusual that this, this article came out, and I'm like, I'm in the market for a Honda Odyssey. <laughs> um, I am absolutely in love with this idea. My little boys love to bring snacks in the car, and before I know it, the place is just a mess, you know? They need to build something like a mini sink or something in there, too, to clean off the, yeah. the seats. That's mm-hmm. an incredible idea. Yeah, they do need, like, some water. But, yeah, I think... See, I want a minivan, and I think that's totally cool. But I think the other thing is that the kids would actually probably totally use it, too. Right. Like, our kids love helping and helping vacuum the car, so this would even make it that much easier. Kids love to help, so that would be perfect. And I was a, I was a... um an SUV driver and swore I would never get a minivan. And now that I have a minivan, I won't go back. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm in your yeah. boat too, Erica. I swore it off too. And we have a Ford Escape right now. Um, but we're really big Honda fans. We have a Honda Civic and we've had multiple Honda Civics. So this is why the Odyssey came up for us. But yeah, I think it's great how it's so convenient because, you know, my wife will, you know, be a little bit uncomfortable with how much food stuff is in the car. But then if all of a sudden, like we had to go pick up her mom to go somewhere, yeah. total freak out mode. So be able to just find out the vacuum habit and just there. and in the car seats the amount of raisins oh, and goldfish so <laughs> i found in the car seat yesterday afternoon yeah. i was like this is disgusting yeah, and my really son's bad. like snacking on it and it's probably been there for yeah. three months yeah oh yeah <laughs> we had to give a kid a ride home for practice and he's like can i sit in a different seat there's some crumbs in there <laughs> no and i was way. like oh man oh so, that's awesome <laughs> totally, that's totally when you give him the vacuum right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> we'll give you a ride home if you use this brilliant idea for the honda odyssey Now we're going to jump into today's topic, which is getting back your body after baby. It's one that probably every new and new again mom is concerned with. Although I do want to get this out of the way early for my wife, for all you moms out there listening. We love you how you are. We love your bodies how you are. You guys look great to us. But I also know that a a woman and a mom's own self-image and feeling about how she is presenting herself is super important in her self-esteem. So it's an important topic, but it's not coming from the dads. So you know. Disclaimer off the top of the show. To help everyone out there. But so we're so happy to have Jenny Nichols, the owner of uh, Baby Boot Camp San Diego with us today. So welcome, Jenny. Thank you. All right. So it may seem kind of obvious, but let's just start from a very general perspective and talk about all the crazy things that are happening to a mom's body right after birth. Okay. Well, you're putting on weight quicker than right. anyone would. You know, somebody who just in the normal course of their life who gains weight, mm-hmm. it's at a much slower pace than 10-month period. So your body is subjected to that much stress in a short period of time by the weight gain. Also, there, you know, relaxin is a hormone in your body that's loosening your ligaments and everything. Your, so your joints are a little more, you know, everything's a little wobbly yeah. and your center of gravity has changed. So you can lose balance, you know, your balance can be affected. So there's just a lot. Yeah, it's really intense yeah. with uh, all the things the babies are going through. And what about like some of the muscles specifically? Like muscles are kind of separating and your abs, yeah, your abdominals are affected. Every other muscle group is pretty much the same, but it's the, but but the abdominal your abs, muscles. yeah, and then you and you obviously can get lower back stress just from the added weight gain all in front, you know, depending on how you carry. So, and then of course, 
without, you know, if you're not getting proper nutrition or you're not drinking enough water, then your body is being taxed by, you know, loss of nutrients or, you know, just being sapped of energy. Do you know how much weight women typically gain during pregnancy? I feel um, like I've heard numbers that are kind of all over the place. They recommend 25 to 35 pounds. Okay. And that's counting the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's total. You know, I feel like what you're really what you see out there is probably between 40 and 55 right. is more common. And it can change from baby to baby, even with the, that's what happened with my wife. The, yeah, uh, she was pretty small with the first and the third, and I can say it now: she was gigantic with our second. Like it was just, it was huge, and it wasn't that she was fat, but the way that the baby was being carried mm-hmm. was just huge. So she gained more weight there. Not that she gained any more weight on her body, but you know there were different stresses that were happening on right. her body. So right, it, it changes from baby to baby. But yeah, like twenty-five to thirty pounds is what I had heard too. Yeah, they. It, th- I think twenty-five is. Unless you're of a really small frame, yeah. that's hard. I would say to keep it at 25 right. pounds or less is probably pretty hard. You have to work to keep it under that. Well, so then why is it so important once the baby's born to, you know, should your target be to get it back to where you were before? What are the What's the importance of getting it back in shape and what kind of should a mom's targets maybe be? Well, I mean, you think it took you 10 months to put that weight on. So I think one thing a lot of women don't do is give themselves a break in in terms of they expect to have dropped the weight within six weeks. That's kind of unrealistic if you think about how long it took you to put the weight on. You want to lose the weight, one, just so you feel good about yourself and so you're healthy again. Um, But two, so you can carry the baby and be mobile and, you know, I mean... Do you have this expectation that you're trying to get your body back to exactly how it was before? Yeah, I think every yeah. I mean, yeah. De- you definitely strive to, although I know I can attest to myself and a lot of friends, it's like you think, okay, maybe even two pounds less than where I was pre-baby. Really? Or, yeah, like, oh, I've only got five more to go, but maybe I'll add, try to lose a couple more on top of that. So, um, yeah, Lori, did you feel kind of pressure to get back to... The first one I did because yeah. I was just, it was so foreign to be like a mom and everything. I wanted like the, to go, that felt like a way to get back to something I was familiar with yeah. like in my life because everything had changed in my life almost. And the second baby, no, not at all. I just wanted sleep and, you know, to make sure I was taking care of my kids, right? Like my body was so secondary for me. And yeah. I, you know, I still haven't even gotten back to it yet. And he's like two and a half. But the first one, yeah, like right away I was doing as well, not right away, but, you know, like as soon as I could, maybe like a, a couple of months in. But it's something that you kind of want to do maybe, or is it kind of like, do you wish that your body was back in certain shape? Now I do. Sure, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel, just feel better, you know, yeah. because I was a yoga teacher for many years and I was always every day. But now Got once it. I had kids, it, my whole yeah. life changed. So, Erica, what about you? So you've had four kids and they're all pretty young. Yeah. So how how's your body kind of gone? Um, after the first one, the second one came too fast. I didn't lose any of my baby weight. Mm. Um, so in between the second and the third, um, yeah, I dropped all kinds of weight. I got back in shape and then got pregnant again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe that's a byproduct of getting back in shape too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So when is it okay though for moms to start exercising again? Six weeks if you've had a normal vaginal delivery, yeah. and eight weeks 
after C-section. Okay. Um, that's when you get clearance from your doctor. But I think it's also dependent on your fitness level throughout your pregnancy. Me being, I mean, obviously I put myself in a different category because I am the owner of Baby Boot Camp and fitness has always been a passion and focus of mine and, and maybe borderline obsession sometimes. I felt comfortable exercising before I got doctor's clearance, but I also knew what I could and couldn't do. So I actually started doing some stuff before I got doctor's clearance. But then once at my six-week checkup, I was good to go. I was like, all right, I'm going for a run. <laughs> so um, you just, but you have to listen to your body as well. There are certain, you can start exercising at six weeks, but that doesn't mean you can start doing certain things. You still have to be careful about jumping certain ab exercises, putting up a lot of weight because your body is still producing the relaxin. So you still have to be really careful of your joints. Got it. Do you guys think, and I'll open this kind of to the group, that there's more pressures from yourself to get back in shape? Do you feel it from other women? Definitely self for me. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Self. And Erica too? Yeah. Self for me. Yeah. See, I find that really interesting because I think that, you know, as you know, humans and women with our body images, we're feeling external pressures, but a lot of the, you know, the motivation to get back in shape and it has to come from internal, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't think that like any of us would look at a woman after giving birth, even one year down the road, maybe my mother-in-law or grandmother-in-law <laughs> would, um, um, and say like, Oh my God, she has, she's so fat and hasn't like lost that weight. I mean, maybe it's happening subconsciously, but a lot of it's coming from inside, right? Is that what you see with people who are taking your classes, the internal motivation? Definitely. I mean, it's everyone that comes, it's, it's striving for themselves. I want to fit into these genes. I want to be able to do this. So it's, it's not. Oh, and so, I mean, I have had some clients who have been asked if they are pregnant again. Right. And maybe they're not. Um, So that's been an external motive, you know, an external source of motivation for them. Maybe it's time to do something. What about breastfeeding moms then? We're talking about exercising pretty early. Are there exercise concerns for moms that are breastfeeding that you know of? Nope. Just you have to make sure that you are taking in enough calories because when you're breastfeeding, you have to increase your caloric intake. Right. Um, they recommend like 500 calories a day. And then if you're exercising on top of that, you have to account for that as well in order to keep your production up. And, and then drinking water. I always tell my breastfeeding moms, drink more w- water yeah. than you would. I mean, I found, even for myself, I'm, there are days when I know where I haven't eaten enough, you know, just from my energy levels. Right. Well, I think that's a good look at the topic from a general perspective. I'm uh, really eager to talk about some more specifics. So let's take a quick break and we'll talk about some specific exercises that are um, some good ideas for new moms and learn a little more about Baby Boot Camp San Diego. Welcome back, everybody, to Parent Savers. Today, we're talking um, about fitness for moms and helping moms get their baby body back with Jenny Nichols. So let's dig into some specific exercises that are great for, um, for moms. What are some good exercises for moms and maybe some that can be done with the baby, too? Very broad question. It's a super broad question. I can I can focus it a little bit As, more. Well, especially, I guess it depends on what your fitness level was okay. pre-baby. I mean, you really have to take that into account. So is that one of the first things mom should look at? Then? That's what, huge. Right. Yeah. Because if you weren't doing anything during your pregnancy, yeah. start with walking. <laughs> Keep it very basic. Right. Um, walking, yoga. Um, you can do some ab work. You can do some light weights with dumbbells or something. But if you were... 
really active through your fitness through your pregnancy you can pick up where you left off i I mean that's if you were running throughout your pregnancy you can start running again as listen to your body you know again the thing i would avoid is plyometrics like really big jumping jumping jacks things like that you have to be careful of initially until you feel comfortable but some really good exercises to do are you know cardio whether it be the walking elliptical running you need that cardio even bike and then ab work plank 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 i mean you hold the plank for as long as you can as often as you can that really stabilizes the core and strengthens your back and gets and that can be done kind of anywhere right yep and i do it what i'll and then you can add some push-ups into i'll lay my son um under my face and i'll hold plank and then i'll do some push-ups and kiss him you know every time i go down and he thinks it's hilarious and um so you can do you can do squats holding them you can do lunges holding them i mean there are times in class where if a baby's fussy the mom will just take them out of the stroller and hold them while we do certain exercises um so it's there's a lot of things you can do with the baby yeah either holding them or having them lying next to you and you're just interacting with them it's i mean it sounds like there's really you know, not being able to get to a gym or sign up for a class or afford it isn't really an excuse to not be exercising. Right. Right. There's opportunities everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, the gym I belong to doesn't take babies until six months. So I haven't had my gym as an option if yeah. I'm taking the kids, but I'm still exercising five, six times a week. Are those some of the things that you kind of, you know, talk about in your class? Mm-hmm. Like these creative ideas? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. How Definitely. To, yeah. Yeah, I have a question. For women who have had a cesarean, are there specific exercises that you recommend? You know, we have different problem areas <laughs> after having a cesarean and different areas that um, we have to be more sensitive around, but, you know, skin gathers in different places. It's it's kind of a whole other beast in itself. Do you have any recommendations for women who have had C-sections? Um, it's, you know, in looking at my clients, it, I kind of do the same stuff with all of them regardless. I mean, definitely again plank side plank um things that engage your lower abs um bicycle crunches um any where you you know lift elevate and lower your legs with your torso laying flat on the ground anything that really engages the the lower abs is good unless you have um a separation of your abdominal muscles and then you have to be really careful of that but c-section versus not i don't vary what they do i mean it's all i have all my moms do the same things erica what were some exercises that you did after each baby and how did they change after you had more and more kids well i got involved with a program kind of like baby boot camp um it's stroller stride so when my second child was like 10 weeks old i'd take him and my daughter with me and and work out and then I did it through the third pregnancy. And then my fourth pregnancy, I was in the car a week coming here from New York. So I didn't get to exercise a whole lot. But I'm back at it now. And I, I work out um, five days a week. I run twice. I just completed a triathlon. So awesome. nice. and I'm working Congrats. towards another one. Yeah, well. So. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what do the kids do during that <laughs> right. time? She pulls in a stroller. Are they coloring in a backpack? Yeah. <laughs> I usually, I put my three boys in, I can fit them in my double stroller and, and at least run a mile with them. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about stroller stuff. And is that one of the focuses of Baby Boot Camp San Diego too, yep. is stroller? What are some of the exercises that you can do with strollers? 
everything i mean we do it we will start off we'll we'll run to a certain point we park them okay and then we'll do our cardio drills or and our resistance training while they're parked uh we'll and do, we just leave the baby in the stroller yep and they just and they all get in you know they're all in the swing of things they've got yeah. their snacks they've got their toys they all kind of know what it's all about and then we'll do walking lunges with the strollers or you know sometimes we'll weave around the strollers but my class yeah. it's more about the moms. It's, it's not like so. a Kiwanis parade where everyone's like driving the little moolah cars like in figure eight patterns. It's right. more oh. about like running or having. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We run okay. in my class might be different than other classes. In my class, we focus on the moms. Yeah. Because you don't get that time. I mean, so it's you. Yes, you bring your kids and yes, they're in a stroller and we interact with them if they need it. But but it's more because it, the kids have to be somewhere. Right. But it's all about the moms. And because we all need it. And That's what's I want, important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I want them to have their time to work out. And if their kid's fussy, I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll push their stroller or I'll interact with their kids so that they can still get their workout. I, I mean, I know I find that from my perspective, too, that the the kids are a huge excuse as to why to not exercise. Mm-hmm. It's an excuse, but it's also legitimate. Yeah, <laughs> because true. I know after <laughs> I had my first son... I was all about getting back in shape, you know. I, I looked at myself in the mirror. I was completely naked, looked at myself in the mirror and went, what the hell just happened to my body? I don't even recognize this anymore. And I was just like, well, how, how do I fix this? I ended up getting um, some personal training lessons and whatever and went to the gym and I was dedicated. I worked off all the baby weight and then some. Um, and then I got pregnant again. I didn't gain as much baby weight, but for some reason my body didn't bounce back even more. <laughs> and, you know, afterward, I, I thought, you know, well, I could go through, you know, everything I went through that first time to try to get my body back. But I knew we were going to have more kids. And I knew, you know, I almost felt like not that it wasn't worth it, but that, you know, would have been a lot of extra energy. I already had a little kid to take care of. And I'm kind of in the same boat with, you know, this pregnancy. I'm, you know, it, it's difficult. Like, and we know we should be exercising. We, we know that this is good for our body and it's good for our baby. But yes, and it's it's an excuse, but it's a legitimate excuse. Because I actually, I don't, I wouldn't say I enjoy exercising. I enjoy how I feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy looking good, right? But um it's such a difficult thing. I mean, I think you almost have to do a program where you can bring your kids or if, if they have daycare, if you feel comfortable with that. Because otherwise, you know, I have an elliptical in my house that is gathering dust because if I'm on it, then my kids want to play on it too. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like <laughs> this, totally. even if you have the stuff at home, it's like I'm trying to use, you know, a, a medicine ball to you know build up my arm strength and my kids want to play with it too. Right. Yeah. People it's tough. Are, people exactly. are like, don't you do yoga at home with your kids? It's like, <laughs> oh, no. Because I'm like over you. <laughs> carrying yeah. something on my back while right. I'm trying to go upside down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no, it's yeah. not at all the same. You <laughs> definitely, I think you have to, as moms, we have to make it. A priority for ourselves though I mean you know I every Tuesday and Thursday I have my boys at after 3 30 in the afternoon and they know that they get in the stroller and we go for a run and now my old you know my two and a half year old will pack his toys underneath the double stroller and be ready to go and he'll climb in and yeah dur- you know during the run he'll say I want Elmo I want this I need a <laughs> snack I need water and but I and I and maybe it's just me but I say to him Connor mommy's running like this is my time I'm running We'll get to the playground after the run, and then you can play. But right now, it's mommy's time. Right. Yeah. And I talk to him throughout the run. It's not like I'm yeah. ignoring him. But yeah. right. You know. 
You have to be a little selfish yeah. so that you don't lose yourself to everything kid. <laughs> well, the one thing that was recommended to me is that you pencil it in, like in your schedule. It's like an appointment. Like if I have a business meeting, I'm not just going to fluff it off because it's difficult or whatever. Like I have an appointment and you almost have to treat it as such um, because you're right. We we need that. And it in my head, it's a priority, but it just never manifests itself because right. something, yeah. something, something comes, comes up. up. Oh, yeah. 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 And then suddenly you're selfish if you're not taking care of your kids and your kids are crying and you're just like, I got to get 10 more minutes in on the elliptical. You know, it's just like it's a zoo, really. (laughs) Yeah, I think kids can adjust to a lot of different routines, but they love routines. Oh, yeah. And if something becomes a ritual and happens, you know, a handful of times, then they're used to it and ready for it and prepared for it and looking forward to it. Exactly. So that's about, you know, it's really about making it a priority. Is that what you do, Erica? Yeah. Yeah. We make it, we try to make it a routine so that they have something to look forward to. Even though my two-year-old is at the point where he just screams in his stroller, but you know, <laughs> I bribe him. <laughs> <laughs> right. <I'm proud. laughs> yeah. You know, that's what, but that's one of the things that happened, especially with our first is he wouldn't stay in a stroller. So we would try to go exercise and we'd try, you know, on the weekend, try to go around, um, one of the lakes here mm-hmm. and you know, you get out two miles and then, I mean, he's just bawling and wants to get out. And then you're two miles out. And right. You, you know, what do you do? Yeah. So what tips do you have for, uh, you know, new moms looking to exercise? And we've covered a lot. But what are you? What are the most important things that you that you tell new moms about wanting to exercise and the exercises to do and what they should focus on and what's important? Um, start small. You know, definitely. You, you're, if it's your first, your life has changed. You need to figure it out. Um, and, and so walks or or something um is good anything you can do so much home-based so you don't have to feel the pressure of getting into a gym or doing something with the new baby i know when i had my first i didn't know i tried not to go out too much because i had to get (laughs) it in the swing of things so um you can do push-ups you can do you know tricep dips on the edge of a chair you can do lunges in your house there's so many things you can do um, you just have to think differently. Yeah, right? and again, start small. And then if you're on your second or third kid, you know, then it definitely becomes more challenging because you're contending with conflicting nap schedules mm-hmm. and whatever. But, you know, again, just make it a priority and, and home-based stuff is good. Um, or coming to baby boot camp. I mean, finding something yeah. where you can bring the kids with you is great if there's right. a yoga studio that has a daycare with it or something i mean there's definitely options out there i think every mom struggles with it and how to do it and how to get it back so thanks for sharing your thoughts thanks so much for joining us on the phone erica um for more information for more information about exercising after you have a baby or information about any of our panelists or baby boot camp san diego you can visit the episode page on our website we're actually going to continue the conversation for members of our parent saver club after the show Janie's going to tell us a little bit more about special gear that new moms can use to exercise to help them out for more information about that the parent savers club or anything else parent savers or new mommy media related visit parentsavers.com or newmommymedia.com Before we wrap things up, here's psychologist Jennifer Shear with some tips on surviving the emotional side of parenting. Hi, Parent Savers. I am Dr. Jennifer Shear, a clinical psychologist with a practice in San Diego. One of my specialties is working with women during pregnancy and throughout the transition to motherhood. Today's segment is on ways to manage the panic we often feel with the sleep deprivation that comes along with baby. There are certain things we all know we should do in order to get the sleep we need. However, actually doing them is a whole other story. 
we know we should nap when baby naps, let go of the housework, and allow others to help us. However, in order to do these things, we must let go of how we are used to functioning, do battle with the perfectionist inside us, and allow ourselves to be partially dependent on others. Some ways to exercise this necessary shift is to remind yourself that this is an extremely intense, yet very temporary time of your life, to really commit to the job responsibilities of becoming a new mom in relation to sleep. Job is all about baby and self-care, and the rest is interference. Do your best to stay focused on the true priority and guard it like a mama bear. Accept that you will be functioning with a certain level of stress that comes from fatigue, and that's okay. You are still capable of being just good enough without feeling fully prepared or on top of your game. Try accepting this level of discomfort instead of fighting it, like relaxing muscles instead of tensing them when you feel stressed. If it is difficult to allow yourself to feel somewhat dependent on others, recognize that you are doing this in service of being more fully available for your baby. It might be helpful to remind yourself that even if you feel resistant or uncomfortable in these new behaviors, it is all to benefit baby and your own feelings of maternal competence. I hope these ways of thinking about the anxiety with mom fatigue aids you all in having more restful sleep whenever the opportunity is there for you to take. Thanks for listening to Parent Savers. All right, that about wraps up the show for today. We appreciate you guys listening so much to Parent Savers. Uh, don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, and our show, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed Their Babies. They're at over 2,000 likes on Facebook now, and we would love to catch up to them. So check out our Facebook page, join in the conversation there. Like it, tell your friends about it if we post something interesting. I like to post some kind of funny videos or parenting things that happen, and we also have links to shows that are happening as well. We'll be back next week talking about another topic that's a special interest to parents of newborns, infants, or young toddlers. This is Parent Savers Empowering New Parents. This has been a New Mommy Media Production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.